What's going on, guys? My name is Q, host for Apartment 210, and we got a very special guest in the building. Uh, special probably isn't a word. This guy's also TikTok famous. This guy's a marketing genius. When I think of Hip Hop 101, I think of this guy right here. And I also, if I'm not, if I'm not brain damaged, he's a soon-to-be husband. Uh, this guy right here is a lyrical genius. We're grateful to have him on the show right here. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Boogie. And I am a husband right now. Yeah, got married uh, two months ago. Yep. Wow, congrats, man. How, how's the uh, the marriage life? Uh, it's honestly, man, we moved pretty fast and we were like, we felt like that, like married for a while. So it ain't too much different. Uh, Shit, the biggest adjustment has just been getting used to wearing a ring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'll be working out, and, like, I'll grab something, and I'll hear the little king, and I'm just like, oh, shit, I don't know, let me take this off. You know what I mean? Now, I know you're newly uh, newlywed. Now, is it true that, that uh, married guys get more choosing signals from women? Have you been get, Have you had those issues? <laughs> nah. and I, But I feel like, I don't know. I... I it's not a fair assessment just because like the world is pretty closed right now. So like we're not really, not really going nowhere except like the gym, the store. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, I don't really see it. Yeah. That's dope. Congrats, by the way. That's uh, I think that's a huge step for you. Uh, now I want to talk about what, talk about your quarantine and stuff like that. How has that affected you uh, music wise and just as an everyday person? Yeah. Uh, I mean, initially, uh, I guess it was just, it just took some time getting used to, like a lot of stuff being closed. Um, I'm not one to really, you know what I'm saying, go out a whole lot anyway, but like, you know, um, I know when it, like when it first started and like literally everything was closed except, you know, like grocery stores and gas stations, I was just in the house, like in the house bored, you know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, I guess as things have like slowly starting to open, open back up again, um, you know, we, we try to do things here and there, like, you know, go bowling and um, we'll go to restaurants from time to time. Uh, but just still, you know, very careful and cautious just because, like, you know, things are open. But looking at the statistics, you know, not a whole lot has changed. So, you know, we're just trying to be as cautious as possible. Um, and that's really I think that's the, the second biggest thing is just really being really cognizant of washing your hands, um, like not touching my face or my eyes or anything like that. Um, and just trying to stay uh, even more like hygienic than I was before, you know. Mm. Now, because uh, when I was following, I'm glad you said that. Thank you for sharing that. Now, when I was following you at first, it, it seemed like you were in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Now you're in Milwaukee. So yeah. what, what made you want to do that? That change? What made what made that change? Yeah. Um, sure, let me put this. Do not disturb on one of these uh, text messages coming through. But uh, yeah, so yeah, he's he's famous, guys. He's famous. <laughs> <laughs> um nah man so uh what happened man so yeah this was um 20 2018 like the tail end of 2018 beginning of 2019 um i had just gotten um i don't even know if i could call it fire like it was just a <laughs> they they framed it as like this just isn't a good fit for us and i was just like all right cool so um it was one of those and um i had been talking to my now wife uh for like uh, about a few weeks but we had been like talking like literally like every day all day 
Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, I got off or I, you know, left that job. And then for a few weeks, I was like looking for a job in Minnesota. Uh, and through that time, she came to visit me a couple of times from she was living in uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have a car at the time. So, um, you know, she was making it. She made the drive a couple of times. Mm, she and, a real uh, one. She's a yeah, real one. Guys. She's a real one. Bro, super She's real. She's a real one. Um, man, to say the least. Uh, but yeah, man, so that was happening. And then it kind of just came to a time to a point where like, you know, the end of the, the the next month was coming up. I was living in a loft. So like my rent was lofty, you know what I'm saying? I had a high rent and I was like, man, um, do I want to stay here and, you know, get another job and like, you know, blah, blah. Or like, do I want to just move to Iowa where the rent is so much cheaper and like try to, you know, do something out there and I'll be, you know, obviously closer to my girlfriend. Um, and shit, we, we said, fuck it. Like, and we just made it happen. So like after a month and a half of like talking, we moved in. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, bro, the rest is kind of history. So that's how I went from Minnesota to Iowa. And then, uh, after like six months, our, um, our financial situation got a little rocky. So we came back home. Um, got on our feet and it's just been a complete 180 ever since. That's glad to hear. Now, also, um, now, um, we gonna get into the music, but right now I'm just intrigued. Now what, cause I know it's a lot of guys around the age and stuff like that. High school, college on for now. Now, what was it that made you think she was the one? What was, I'll tell you right now, bro. Like it's, it's easy, easy answer. So, um, it was like, right around the time where I was going to uh, take the bus back home for uh, for Christmas. And I don't know, man, but the way Greyhound works is like uh, they they sell tickets and then it's like first come, first serve, I guess, depending on. So they so the me living in St. Paul, the route was um, the bus started in Minneapolis and then it would come and fill up in uh, St. Paul. Mm-hmm. So the first like two or three rounds of buses they were like all full and filled up in minneapolis so mm. everybody in st paul is like yo what the f- like bro do we can i swear yeah 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 okay. i'm like i'm like yo what the fuck? like come on bro like i'm you know like we paying for these tickets and then like so then they that's when they they voice the policy and they you know they, they talk about you know what's going on and i'm like yo i didn't have to deal with this when i was in minneapolis so like i don't know so i was basically you know talking to her and this is like maybe two full weeks of like since I like met her and we started talking two full weeks I'm like man yo I don't I don't know if I'll even be able to get back home for Christmas you know what I'm saying Mm. and uh I think it was a Friday she was just like you know what like let me I'll come get you and then we'll go down there together and I'm just like like bullshit like I wasn't like Ah. like, okay yeah yeah because it's you know, if you know your, your geography, you know what I'm saying? I was, you, know, you gotta go up and then you it's gotta go all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> it was way out the way. Wow. And um sure enough, bro, she said like she she like FaceTimed me from the car and was like, Yeah, like I'm like, what's your address? Like I'm on the way. And she was like updating me every, you know, hour or so. And I was like, yo, she's really about to be wow. here, you know. So yeah, man, it was her making the trip to come and get me and then the entire like five ish hour trip down there was just like, was just dope. 
Like we wow. didn't stop talking and like she felt she felt so familiar and it was man, just, shout, you gotta shout her out. Shout, what's her instant shout her out, man? She's a she's man, dope, man. She's dope. Her Instagram is Mackenzie B Fit. Um M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E, the the letter B and then F-I-T, bro. That's White. dope. That's yeah. dope. And congrats, bro, by the way. Now I want to talk a little bit more about music now. Now yeah. uh what made you choose the name Biddle? Is that like your middle name or something like that? So talk about that. What does that name mean to you? Yeah, so it's my last name. Um, mm. So originally, my, my rap name was uh, TFK, the Freestyle King. So like, um, and that was because like I used to do a bunch of uh, like freestyles to different beats, you know what I'm saying? Just a bunch of different industry beats or whatever. Um, and it was just some shit I thought of at 15 years old, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Um, but then over time, uh, I just realized like, man, that, that name just really, it doesn't really embody who I am, you know what I'm saying? Um, and a lot of people think freestyle and it's like, oh, it's spitting off top of the dome. And it's, it's, that's not really what it is. Freestyling is just like, just going, it's just a verse, no topic. You know do you saying? believe in, do you believe in a traditional freestyle or do you believe in written? <laughs> uh, so I mean, I'll be, if you don't, if I'll be saying these double XLs and stuff. I'll be saying double XLs. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And they, they like, so all the, the, like the funk flex freestyles and like all the freestyles you hear people like freestyle, like it's. It's not off. It's not an off the top verse. It's a freestyle. So they're just talking about anything. So I think the I think the term came from free verse, which is you know in poetry, which is it's a it's literally a verse about anything. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have like a coherent like beginning, middle, end. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's just a stream of consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So that's that's where I think it came from, and and people kind of get it misconstrued and and think that. If you say freestyle, that means it's off the top. So I'm very clear when I say like when if I'm rapping off the top, I'll tell you. Okay, I got a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Can can Biddle uh freestyle right now? Can I freestyle right now? Off the top? Probably I could. It'd probably be trash. Um I don't have Go Acapella, go acapella. <laughs> go acapella. Shit, I don't even give me a topic, bro. Like, what should I rap about? But I guarantee you it was gonna be trash. <laughs> Apart, apartment two ten. There we go. Rap about apartment two ten. Yeah. I don't know anything about apartment two ten, but let's rap, man. All right, man. Yo, okay. Sitting in an interview, spitting verses in the track. It's like an interlude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling down the street with my inner tube. Um. <laughs> trying to freestyle but it's been a few okay i'm just rhyming i'm just shining like diamonds it's all about the timing when i'm in my when i'm in my zone leave them all home spitting off the top of the dome no clones because i'm i'm so unique with the music <laughs> that was dope hey, that was dope i use i use freestyling to uh to i get like, that at five i get it at five <laughs> yeah, five out of ten. That was that shit was trash. But like, yeah, I, I only freestyle to like warm up. You know what I'm saying? To like warm my brain up before I start like writing and like making music. Now so, I'm, gl I'm glad you said that. Um, now before I get into the good stuff, yeah. What influenced your sound? Like, who are some of the artists you like really inspired you? Yeah. Uh, huh. Initially, man. Honestly. Uh, 
it was um so like when I was TFK and whatever, um like Lil Wayne was my idol. So this is like 2008 mixtape Wheezy. I'm pretty sure he was everybody's favorite rapper at the time. Um, I listened to a lot of Lil Wayne, uh, Ludacris, um, Ti, basically all the you know the artists that were like hot at the time. Um, over time, um, as I started to make more and more music, um, actually, then I started to get influenced by uh, you know Drake because Drake was starting to be on the come up you know 2010 2011, um, but then also Trey songs. So Trey Songz, I don't know, you know if a lot of people knew, but like he was on his mixtape Wheezy shit, mm. and he was remixing a lot of songs. I remember and he was cold with it, and I was just like, like I didn't know he could rap, so I was just like, yo, like what? He's is? okay. He's not. A, he's okay. Yeah, right? I mean, he's no, he's no, yeah, he's no like lyrical miracle or anything, but like he he could rap. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, what if there was a rapper? that could sing like on that level also, you know what I'm saying? And like, that was my influence with like starting to get melodical and all that. So um, yeah, man, those are my two influences. Wow. Long time. And it's crazy that you say that. Cause I can kind of, I, I can't say Trey songs, but I can, I can definitely get like a Drake feel for it. Now um, you dropped the project light work. Yeah. Then you disappeared. I Pretty yeah, pretty much, man. What happened? Um, frustration as an artist. Uh, I feel like it didn't get. Um, obviously, I didn't, I didn't feel like it got its you know its just dues and whatnot. But then I also like, I guess I also didn't know how to get it. It's just do you know? Um, I don't know. I just I was very limited in my information on like how to like really promote something effectively. Cause like I don't know, I heard a lot of stuff from a lot of different people. Like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. But like, I tried things. Um, probably didn't try them long enough for them to work. But mm -hmm. like, I do know that I was trying things, and I was like, man, nothing seeming, nothing's really working. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess I didn't have anybody in my ear telling me like, oh no, this is this is something that actually works. Like, you just got to keep doing it. Um, so I was kind of all over the place, man. And. Uh, I I was so stuck on like not putting something out until like I figure out how to get people to hear it because it's like what's the point if nobody hears it? That was my mentality, and I feel like that's the mentality of a lot of artists that are like on their way up. I'm glad you said that because um, a year ago, I believe it was somewhere around January, you dropped the track. Um, Who said you less of a man? Yeah. Now. Um, I feel I can when you said your frustrations, I can kind of hear that through the music from that track. Mm. Were you frustrated because of like things wasn't going your way and then personal issues? What was that track about? Yeah, so that was like that was solely personal issues. Like the music frustration that comes through with shit like funk flex and capacity and blah blah blah. But like who said you less of a man, bro? I had just gotten I had just gotten fired. For like the third time in like a 12 month period um and like i don't know some people say like you know like um you know you didn't want to work there anyway and blah 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 and i'm like i didn't no i didn't but i still got to put food on the table so like i was upset you know because i'm like how the fuck am i gonna put food on the table you know what i mean um and it's like i'm doing all this work for these people mm. and i'm still getting fired I'm like yo what's up you know so um that was frustrating 
Um, and that was the time I was in that really expensive apartment. So I was, I was really feeling it. I was like, yo, how am I going to afford this? Um, but then I also gotten, gotten out of a, I guess you would call it like a situationship. Like we weren't even together. Mm. And that was the most stressful like relationship or like, you know, whatever that I had ever been in. Mm. Um, like it was, I don't want to dive into it, but it was just, it was a lot for, for nothing basically. Mm. Um, and yeah, like those basically ended like kind of back to back more or less. So I, I had to write about it. I had to talk about it. I was feeling really, I was just I was like less of a man. You know what I mean? Um, I felt like uh, because, you know, people talk about the the three things that, um, you know, men should, I guess, have. Or at least this, these are things I've heard on, like, radio interviews and stuff like that, is a, um, a place to stay, a job, and a car. Mm. I didn't have two of those things, and I was about to lose the third, you know what I'm saying, if I didn't get a job or anything. So um, I just, I don't know, I didn't feel like a worthy partner i didn't feel like a i don't know i was 25 at the time and i just felt like i was a kid like 18 17 i was fumbling all over the place and i I didn't have my shit together at all like a lot of my um like friends and people that i went to school with you know had jobs right out of college and they were working at all the big companies in minnesota like the targets and the cargills and like all the big corporations you know what i'm saying so yeah, bro, I felt really behind. I felt really down, depressed. So, yeah. So, uh, and thank you for sharing that with us. Now, something happened between that time and now. I feel like now you're in a different mind. You're in a different mind space. So what was the biggest shift for you uh, to, to motivate you to, you know, keep going in the music? Um, meeting my wife. Mm. Having a... Uh, Having somebody around that, um, that that had the same kind of beliefs that I did, uh, and I didn't realize how much um, your environment shaped your outcome mm-hmm. until I met her. Because I don't know, I've always been like a really optimistic person and super confident and like competitive and all these things. But a lot of that gets stifled when you're around the wrong people. Yeah. So, and that's something I didn't I didn't realize um, again until I met her. So, I say that was the biggest thing. And then obviously there were like little things. Um, you know, we uh, we joined a um, like this networking group specifically for TikTok. Mm. Um, like it was just you know a, a group that um, really just educated you on how to be successful on the platform and then off the platform mm. um so that was dope but like none of that would have happened if i you know didn't meet her so wow big ups to her man she y'all doing y'all both doing y'all thing now i want to talk about you said something about TikTok. yeah now uh it's obviously you know you've been going crazy over <laughs> social media now yeah. uh my favorite ones were the saint john and then and the russ the russ uh remix now, okay. talk to me about the branding behind that, because I know it, it, that that was strategic. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like I said, I joined this group. Um, I guess I can give the little backstory. So I actually wasn't like I had heard about TikTok through like Gary V. You know, um, he was just talking about it and talking about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but like 
I guess I just wasn't in the mental to even explore that, you know? Um, I just had a very pessimistic view on it. Uh, and then one of my guys, he's a, a marketer, a digital marketer. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, yo, why aren't you on TikTok? This was like back in September, so almost a year ago. Um, I was like, because like, it's just a bunch of dancing, you know what I'm saying? And he was just like, nah, bro, like you, re- you need to hop on it. You need to get on there. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, so I got on, made a few videos. One of them went like semi-viral. It had like 200,000 views or something like that. Mm-hmm. Didn't get any followers or anything from it. So I was just like, okay, well, that was a big waste, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from that point on until like maybe like March, from that point until like March, I was just kind of off and on just because uh, – I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to post. I was just kind of following the trends of what was going on and whatever. Um, and then he invited me into this Facebook group. Um, and it was just this big Facebook group, like 10,000 people in it. And it was full of people from like anybody, from people that had like zero followers to people that had like several million. Mm-hmm. And um, there was like a resources area where you could like go and like learn how TikTok works, like how the algorithm works and everything. Um, and then after that, I mean, it was just full of posts from people like asking different questions about their content. Like you could put a rough draft of a video up and get like some feedback for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was pretty dope. Um, and then, so, so talk to us. What what are some of the what are some of the things that they taught you to you know to go up in the algorithm? Just give us a few. Don't have to give it all. Yeah, yeah. So like to well. So, be generous. Yeah. Be generous. Yeah, yeah. Hey, cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I got a video up on my YouTube about like how to go viral. So like, I went, I went through it. Mm. Um, I'm definitely not, you know, stingy with the information. So like, if you go on your for you page and you find um, like viral videos, pretty much every viral video has like these elements, right? So there's a uh, in the first like three to maybe five seconds, there's like a hook. There's some that, and somehow, some way, they're getting you. They're like setting you up with like what the video is gonna like, letting you know what the video is gonna be about. Maybe not directly like, hey, I'm about to do, you know what I'm saying? But like, they're letting you know through that five seconds that they're showing you that what the video is about, what you can expect, and that first three to five seconds, it's interesting enough for you to watch the rest of it. Because if it's not, you just did a swipe, you know, right? you know what I mean? So like that first three to five seconds, they call it the hook. Mm. Um, so your video, that that first three to five has to be captivating enough to get people to watch the rest. Like whether it's curiosity or they're like waiting for you to do something amazing, um, you know, something like that. Uh, so after that, it's, you know, the, you, the video plan out, right? Mm-hmm. Leading up to the climax of the video. Um, and like the longer the video is, the bigger of a, like a setup that you need, mm-hmm. you know? Um, if it's like some kind of react, it, it depends on what the video is about. If it's like waiting for this reaction or waiting for this amazing thing, you have to, you have to put in, um, um, elements that are going to, you know, continue to build the suspense. If it's something like rap, if you've like set them up and you like mine, if it's like, okay, first three to five seconds, oh, he's about to rap. So then the, the meat of the video, the, the five to 30 or five to 40, however long you're rapping, 
you better start spitting some fire. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you're rapping like that first bar or two, mm-hmm. you gotta have like a oh my god bar. You know mm. what I'm saying? So like, so once you get them in that first bar or two, you got their attention. They want to hear more. You know what I'm saying? So then you can, you know what I'm saying? You can throw in some some shit and you know and, and whatever. And then like, your last bar has to be something impactful too. Mm. They make it to the end. You you got them basically. Wow. And then you can, you can plug yourself at the end and do whatever. Like I I plug myself. I'll say like you know search Spotify or search fiddle on Spotify blah blah whatever. But yeah man, I mean that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Like you have to get them hooked in, mm-hmm. and then based on you have to you know think about whatever kind of video you're making and based on how long the video is you have to continue to build the suspense or the interest you know and uh thank you for sharing that but also i do have a question now uh a really important one now when you talk about how long the music is when we're talking about generations has changed so no people aren't really listening to like five minute songs so how important is uh making the is it important to make the song shorter nowadays or when you make a song is it just you know whatever you feel uh it depends man yeah i think uh most songs man nowadays are like two verses so um max yeah. it's really it, one verse and a hook <laughs> or it, that, too. that too they'll do the hook like twice like 16 or like maybe it's a 16 or it's a 24 or whatever and then they'll do the hook a couple more times and that's it but like i most songs that i see nowadays are like three minutes like tops between like two and a half and like maybe 315 320 Mm. like that um and then you got your exceptions like laugh now cry later and you know stuff like that but this is drake you know what i'm saying you're gonna listen to a five six minute song drake Mm. you know what i'm saying um but yeah, I definitely think that shorter, shorter content is the wave. And like, obviously through things like TikTok, um, even like, you know, stories and Instagram where you're getting like 15, 15 second stories, uh, 60 second posts. Um, we're just being primed to see shorter things. And you know what? I'm glad you said that because uh, I actually hear that that's a that's like a marketing way for you to get more money. Like if it's the, the faster they get over with the song. The more money you make, you know what I mean? It's another click. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, if it takes like two minutes to stream as opposed to four, you know, that's that's two songs. That's two streams instead of one. Instead so, of one. <laughs> yeah, now, would, would you consider yourself a TikTok rapper? Hell no. <laughs> hell no. I, I see it. I why see why it. not? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Because I'm not, man. That's like, uh, I don't know. That's like being a YouTube singer, or you, you know, what I'm saying? like, there's a lot of, bro. There's, I'm serious, bro. There are a lot of, and this is what I like doing the remixes and stuff. <laughs> I was afraid of, bro. Like real talk. So, on YouTube, you feel like you're yeah, not being taken serious. There's so many, bro. So many cover artists, like, and and artists that go or people that go to their channels, like, and they got, they got hella subscribers like they're doing amazing but they got hella covers but when they try to push their own shit nobody <laughs> cares bro they want to hear you sing the new bieber like they don't care about your new shit and that's not where i'm trying to fall into so hell nah bro nah i'm a rapper that is popping on tiktok 
<laughs> Dead ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh okay, okay. <clears throat> now, do you feel like people who do remixes and cover arts, they don't get the respect that they deserve? Or, like, why do you feel such strong about that? So, I was, uh, I was talking to, um, I don't know if you know who uh, Brandman Sean is, okay. um, but he's a, um, a music marketer um, that's pretty popping on YouTube right now. And that's, that's all he does. So any, for any artists, you know, artists or producers watching this, go to Brandman Sean, like B-R-A-N-D-M-A-N, -A like Sean, S-E-A-N, um, on YouTube. Um, I was talking to him and he was saying that the only time or the only times that that's a negative thing doing these covers and these remixes is when your original shit isn't better than your covers mm. so i think that's what's been the difference for me is that i actually have music in my catalog that you know stand that can you know stay in the ring with my remixes you know what i'm saying yeah the pop smoke remix was fire yeah the, the rest of them like all this shit was fire but like I also have Who Said You Less of a Man and I have No Rush and like I have songs that are just as impactful that have the same caliber of bars. So I think that's the real difference of people that can like translate over. It's like you, your original shit has to be just as good. That kind of remind me of uh, Jacquees. Jacquees does a lot of uh, remixes of songs. People love it, but as soon as he drop his music, people expect it to be either better or just as good as the remixes. Now, uh, speaking of which, is that the biggest challenge for you trying to convert your followers over from TikTok to streaming? Uh, yeah, I would say um, I was just talking to somebody about that. Uh, I feel like so, like when I have a video go viral, obviously I have a a spike, right? So I have like my normal my normal amount of streams that I get. Um, and I think thanks to that Pop Smoke remix, my my new normal is a little higher, which is which is dope. But so like when the let me give you some numbers. So like right now, my normal daily streams is between twenty five thousand and thirty thousand streams. Damn, my man eating. <laughs> some royalty like, checks, baby. <laughs> right. Um. So between twenty five and thirty thousand, when the Pop Smoke remix was going was popping, um. It was between for like the four for like four or five days. I had a stretch of fifty five to sixty five thousand. So that's like you know double and three times more, um, which is dope. But like then it went back down to like twenty five thirty. So it's like I know where I could be. So now I'm just trying to you know be more consistent and like stay consistently higher. Um, and also without doing remixes all the time because like i feel like it's gonna get old at some point because it's starting to get old to me like i want to put out different kind of content so that like so while i'm doing these remixes and then putting shit out there mm -hmm. um i'm also right now like literally right now trying to figure out different kind of like another series or just different kind of content that i can put out that is just as good but that's like highlighting my original music you know what i'm saying <laughs> So, now, do uh, do you feel like people will stop listening to you if you stop the remixes? Because initially, if you blow up off of something, yeah, 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 you stop doing that. How do you feel about that? 
Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, like I've I've heard that like people do they stop doing the thing that got them there. Um, I'm not gonna stop doing remixes, but I don't want that to be all I'm doing. Mm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna um, add more uh, differentiate the content, but I'm not gonna stop doing remix because I do like you know, I, every every now and then there's a song I hear and I'm like oh shit they snap or like or that beat is cold like I could kill that you know what I'm saying. Mm. So I'm the artist in me and like the competitive nature. Like I'm, I'm going to do remixes. Like it is what it is. Would but, you say, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I think what I like about you the most from the remixes and just the music in general, but um, what stood out the most is that your, your ability to switch flows. You're mm-hmm. very, very uh, diverse and uh, versatile when it comes to switching flows. Like, uh, which one was it? I think it was the Jada, the entanglement one. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. That, I, I take that back. That's probably my favorite one. And the way okay. you, we thought you was going to do something, uh, but you turned out to do something else. So mm-hmm. talk about that. Uh, so what is like your writing process and stuff like that? Uh, so when it, it's a little different when it comes to the remixes, because like these are a little more, like I said, you know, like in, in um, trying to create, uh, like hook people in and it, it it's a little more strategic. that was clever that was genius yeah yeah <laughs> talk, talk, talk about that that was genius that was that was crazy yeah so i yo honestly bro i came up with the the entanglement august shit on the toilet bro like i was listening bro i was listening to the, to the beat because what i do what i do is i put the beat together right so like <laughs> You know how you have to, uh, so like you'll hear the original song for a little mm-hmm. bit and then you'll hear like me come in. So like, I got to stitch the shit together. Um, so like I, I put the beat together and I was like, man, I go to the bathroom. So I go and I'm listening to the beat and I'm like, all right, so like what's going on right now? Like what's a hot, you know what I'm saying? A trending topic, you know what I'm saying? How can I relate to people? What I want to, cause I didn't want to talk about what, what Russ was talking about on his original song. So I was like, all right, what do I want to, what I want to do? What I want to talk about. And like that was the hot thing was the whole Jada August Will situation. So I was just like, "Is that part of marketing too?" Uh, you said what? Is that part of your marketing strategy too? I guess it's it's kind of I guess it's kind of marketing, you know, because you're trying to you know get people's attention, you're trying to stick out. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't I I don't know. Like uh, I always try to try to include or try to make uh my verses whether it's original or remixes or whatever um i always try to make them in that time you know what i'm saying um because it's a, it's a it's a, it it highlights a, mo- a moment in time like i'm talking about that so if you listen to that like two three years from now you know when i wrote that you know what i'm saying because that was a that was a big thing so um but yeah man I, at the time that was what was going on so i was like all right well let me start with this and when I came up with those two, or I guess there was four bars. When I came up with those four bars, I was like, all right, well, now I guess I have to be in my relationship bag, which is okay because, like, I have no problem being in that bag. Um, I can talk about that for days. And it's just a, it's a very, like, people like talking about love and relationships. So I was just like, okay, with, the, with those four bars and then me talking about you know, like loving yourself and, and valuing yourself and all. I, I knew that was gonna go. I knew it was gonna go, and it went. I loved. I I really loved it. I love the end part. Love yourself. Love yourself. I'm like, man. You know what? Because it's kind of you're talking about what's going on, 
you know, and everybody's, you know, you got the oohs and the ahs, but then you also give them a message. Yeah, and it just, I don't know, it just it just made uh, sense in terms of, like, how I let off from the first first four bars. Like, every, because literally, like, when I said they want me to talk about Jada, so let me find a spot, like, literally everybody was sending me ah. shit. About, they were sending me shit about this, this, this situation. And I was like, I didn't really have words for it. Like, I didn't... I was like, okay, so let me let me figure it. Like, let me talk about it in a in a way that makes sense for me. So then was, I was, was like, was Little ever in a, an entanglement? Nah, nah, never. Before the marriage, before the marriage. Not even before. Like, I don't. Nah, man. Nah, bro. I'm cool with all that. <laughs> now I want to talk about uh, what are like the key essential things that you need in the studio with you, to, in order to create that aura. Oh, like, so what's my, okay, so as of late, man, it's been these LEDs, mm. the vibe with the LEDs, man, so, like, I'll, uh, if it's nighttime, like, I don't have to worry about it, but if it's during the day, like, I'll cover up the window, the, the window light coming through so that it's blue in here. Mm. Um, I just like blue. I don't know. There's a bunch of different, you know what I'm saying, colors on this remote, but I just, I fuck with the blue. Um, and then, uh. That's really it, man. Like the fucking you don't, you don't need much of, to a glass of water. You know what I'm saying to keep me to keep my voice. You know what I'm saying cool. But like other than that, that's really all I need. Wow, that's yeah. I know most people. You know they need to bring people in. They need yeah, people. And they gotta they gotta uh, you know what I'm saying rolling up before. And I'm just like nah. Like I'm I'm cool with just this. Just give me some water, bro. I'm good. Now, uh, what is Biddle working on now? Cause I, I mean, you dropped a couple tracks, Sick Days, No Rush, and stuff like that. But yeah. I want to see, are, are you working on a project? Is what I want to know. Yeah, um, I talk do about have, that. Talk about that. <laughs> I do have plans to put out a project. Um, as far as like the timing of it, I'm not exactly sure. Um, I do have a song in the stash that uh, I'm just I'm waiting to drop. Um, I think I'm gonna wait like a week or two to drop it, but I have the cover art ready for it and everything. Um, the song is called Think About It. Uh, and it's really like the hook is like, you know, why you just think about it? It's not enough to think about it. Um, and it's, I'm doing so, yeah, why you just think about it? I'm doing what I love and fuck what you think about it. Yeah, so like that's the song is basically gonna be about, um, it, it kind of it kind of talks about like the beginning of my like, TikTok journey, I guess, like my second, my round two. And I don't know, like a lot of people are waiting on what, I don't know, waiting on like being ready or like waiting for the right moment, quote unquote. And it's there, there isn't a right moment. You know what I'm saying? It's just a mindset shift. And like once you're in the mind frame to, to start to do it, then, you know what I'm saying? You can go about doing it. So like, that's, that's what I'm gonna talk about, man. Cause like they're, I hate the waiting thing when people just, it's an excuse. Like, just just do it, bro. Like, what do you have to lose? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm glad you said that. Uh, now, do you feel like for Biddle, you have a, a small window in order to get what you want? Talk about that. Because like uh, TikTok, like you're going viral and stuff like that. Do you feel like now is the time? Or do you feel like maybe I should just prolong it a little bit longer and then drop the project and stuff like that. So what's your thoughts about that? No, nah, you definitely got to keep the people happy. You know what I'm saying? You got to feed the people. Like they're here, you have their attention. 
So mm-hmm. get it, give them what they want. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's why I've been dropping as much content as I've been dropping. Um, just because like, I gotta like, okay, if I'm not dropping an original song, I better be dropping some new bars somewhere, somehow. Mm. So like, that's where the remix is coming to play. And like the, the Black Lives Matter verse, like all these things come into play. Um, so I, gotta, I gotta keep feeding my people. Um, and then I drop, you know, like YouTube videos and stuff like that so they can get to know me behind the microphone. But like, yeah, man, I, I think once you have attention, anybody that has attention, bro, like you gotta, that's when you want to put fuel on the fire. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. got a fire. If mm-hmm. you don't put fuel on it, you know what I'm saying? It's going to burn out. So, so you feel like consistency is the most important thing right now for you? 1,000, not even just, just anybody. Consistency is key for anybody. That's, mm. how you, that's how you gain momentum. No momentum, your shit is going to fizzle out real quick. Wow. I mean, now, it's some people, which I think more so if you have a passion for it then you're always going to, you know, continue to grow and stuff like that. But, you know, getting back to the music, yeah, I see you progressing. I see you growing. So is it like a relief for you that knowing that, you know, okay, it's finally paying off? Uh, <laughs> I was just talking to somebody about this um, because I put on my story, like, I think it was yesterday that uh, <clears throat> I like, I check my Spotify streams every day. And I was like, man, the way things are going, I don't think I'm going to hit my. So my goal for this month was to hit a million, a million total streams on Spotify. And I'm going to fall a little short of that. I'll have a million streams like across like all platforms, like, you know, what I'm saying Apple Music and you know, title, everything else. But just for Spotify, it was a million. Um, and I'll be in like the 900,000s or whatever. And like for a second, I got a little sad. I was like, yo, man, like, come on. bro!" like I hit every literally every other goal on my board. Um, like smashed every single goal on the board except that one. And I was just like, man, fuck, bro. Like I couldn't, I couldn't perform where it mattered. And then I was just like, bro, like two months ago, I had 2000 total streams for the month. Wow. You know what I'm saying like not from to, to be from that to 900,000 on one platform. Like that's insane. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I, what am I thinking, bro? And just think about everything else I, accomplished and achieved so like um nah man i'm a nah none of that and i like it because you know it sounds like to me that you're grateful but you're not content now uh now uh i want to talk about this you're talk about um i know you're hiring you're looking for an intern right now so what are some of the requirements that you're looking for for people out there who want to work for mr biddle yeah um man so like i feel like for this um because you know how they have like the the technical requirements like you must have these skills blah blah like whatever um and then they have more of the like the person to person shit like the personality shit yeah but like for this because i'm not even done writing my job description yet but um i think the most important things are gonna be like just the personality characteristics right so like you gotta be it you gotta work um obviously not as hard as me because i'm the one you know what i'm saying like i don't understand owners that expect their employees to work as hard as them because like they're the you're the one making the millions like and just for a smart tip brother uh you might want to if you choose a girl she she has to be you know she she can't look better than your wife 
Just nobody. a smart, just nobody. a smart, just nobody. a smart tip. Yeah, bro. Nobody, nobody looks better than my wife, bro. Nah. <laughs> just saying that. I ain't got eyes for nobody, but my that ain't that ain't even finna be a nah, bro. I don't even look at women that way anymore, bro. It's just hey man. Yeah, your whole your whole shit like when you're in love and you're married, bro. Your whole shit just changes, bro. Wow. And that's so. Speaking of which, now we'll yeah. now the biddle I'm used to hearing is the vulnerable biddle, the biddle who's trying to overcome things. Now, yeah. now that now that you're married, <laughs> yeah. will we get that same biddle back? Like heartbreaking shit. Uh, I mean, I probably touch on some stuff that I haven't touched on yet. Like back in the past, for sure. Um, obviously, you just you you'll just know it's not my present life, and I'll I'll talk about it, you know, like it was in the past. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's bro, there's always a struggle to be had, whether it's in the relationship life or it's it's fucking trying to. You know, like just uh, like racial disparity, like bro, there's there's so many things. There's always a struggle. Mm. Being a black man in America, there's always some kind of struggle, bro. And, so uh, you'll always you'll always get vulnerability, thousand percent. It's good to hear because I want to see some real stuff. And speaking of real, one thing I like about Mr. Biddle is that you're you're a people's person, and um, and that's what yeah. I like about you, man. And I'll, talk to me about some of the things that you do as a person not build the artist but build the person Build the person uh man um what type of do you go out to like you know what's your favorite movie you play video games or something yeah bro i was i was a super gamer bro but like it wasn't it wasn't advancing my career so i had to go so oh man i still got the bro i still got the games but i still got the xbox one outside i still got the gamecube out there Cause I literally I bought one like two two months ago, like a GameCube and like hella games that I used to play, just wow. for like, nostalgia. So like I'm still I'm still heavy in the games. You, you good on Call of Duty, bro? Yes. All right, I'm I'm gonna send my girl Khaki your way. She's she's a beast. That she's on level twenty. You know, okay. She, I'm gonna send her your way. She's dope. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Now I've been playing, bro, since uh since modern since three Call of Duty three. Mm. So yeah, man. Um, but. Shit, video games, man, like, a, man, a lot of my life is, has been this, has mm. been music and things outside of uh, actually recording to, like, just grow the business. Mm. But, like, for fun, man, like, you know, like, we like going to movies, can't really do that right now, but... So if um, Biddle, if Biddle uh, can choose any uh, Marvel character... Marvel, who would he so that's what I like to. That's what who I like. He, to. Or if you if you would like to have yeah. any if you would like to have any superpower, what would it be and why? Ah, uh, that's a whole different conversation. Uh, man, Marvel character, bro. That is that is tough, bro. Because I can get like really, I can get like really into it and just be like, I want to be the most powerful one, like the one above the one above all. I could just be him. You know what I'm saying? And it, but that's cheating. So like, you know, what I'm saying? I, I could. Let me somebody from a movie. Let me think. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm like biased from like the way the movies portray him as like pretty much the main character in like all the X Men because X Men is my favorite Marvel series by far. X Men um, by far. Yeah, I love love X Men, bro. Um, so I would I would have to say Wolverine, bro, just because I like I feel him on the aggression side, but then also being able to hear yourself, bro, like that is mad dope. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I mean, you know, like teleportation, like that'd be pretty dope. Uh, being able to fly, obviously, that'd be pretty dope. But like, from a practicality standpoint, bro, like if I could just be healthy all the fucking time, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be healthy. And if I could, if I get mad, just get extra strong, like that, that'd be dope too. You know what I'm saying? Like, no hawk. Nah, cause I'm not trying to be so big. You want to be strong, right? You just come on, yeah, brother. But like, I don't, I don't need like, bro. What do you need all that? Like, for all the people that choose like super strength for their superpower, what do you need all that strength for? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? Okay, so with like, super is your job picking up boulders every day, but like, what are you doing? Like, what's your job, bro? What do you like for a regular? Unless you're saving the world, bro. Like you don't. But the hawk, the hawk also gets super big too. He gets super big. That's another thing. What do you need to be super massive for? Like, what do you? It's not practical. Like, what are you doing with all that? With all the strength and with the massiveness, bro. Like again, like unless you're saving the world from an alien race, bro. Like you don't need to be extra strong. It's like cool. I can lift up a semi, but like so. Like, what do you? What is that gonna get you? You know what I'm saying? Wow, that's great. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. But for me, it would have to be. Yeah, I want to hear yours. I would definitely have to say. Um, shit, that's man, that's tough. I don't even. I would have to say. I would say Superman. I would say Superman. You know, the ability to fly, man. I think that's dope. You know, you feel like an eagle. You know, you don't have to take the bus. Yeah, that's Where could true. You fly. Yeah, Superman is mad dope, bro. But, but okay, so in fairness, you did ask for a Marvel character. And then you said one superpower, not, mm. the, not the whole gamut that Superman has. Like, he can do all kind of shit. Okay. Now, uh, what about superpower? So a superpower, like the healing factor, bro, 1,000%. Wow. You yeah. choose that over uh, teleportation? It's a close second. Wow. But being able to, bro, I'm telling like, you. Can, was, you can grab, you can get what you need and, you know. <laughs> you can, but if you can just like not, well, like Wolverine gets hurt, but like I'm saying, like, if let's say you were just invulnerable, right, bro? Mm-hmm. Like you, you just couldn't get hurt. Wow. I didn't Ooh. think about that. Come on. That's true. Wow. Easy. Easy. Wow. I would do all kind of shit. And wow. I hurt. <laughs> oh, I would talk. I would talk the most shit, bro, to to literally anybody and not care. Cause what you finna do? It, it's work. That's you know crazy. What that's what. That's that's the power right there. Middle of the super, the super, the super homie, guys. That's right. <laughs> now I want to touch a little bit about music. Then we are gonna wrap this thing up. Now, uh, what song meant the most to Biddle? that you recorded and, and why uh a thousand percent who said you less of a man for the reasons kind of kind of for some of the reasons that i named but like the biggest one was like i was going i was really going through it mm. and that was my way of that was me um like playing therapist I, that was like very therapeutic for me writing that song recording it mm. listening to it um i got it out i got it all out and uh, like it, writing writing about your feelings like forces you to process them very deeply because you don't believe in freestyling. What do you mean? 
Like a lot of people, you know, they just punch in. They don't write no more. They just freestyle. Oh, they will just like. But you can tell. You can tell yeah. who's freestyling. And like, bro, I don't give. Like they, there was this thing where like I don't know when when uh, it was really big when people found out that like Lil Wayne doesn't write his shit down. Mm, like yeah. it's like yeah, but he's not freestyling his entire verse, bro. He punches in. Some of them he did though. No, this is what he does. He punches in. Come on, baby. You can't tell me Lil Wayne can't freestyle a whole verse. Bro, Lil if Wayne. If you can do it, he can how, do it. This is how Lil Wayne records, bro. He punches in. He'll drop He'll drop one line, two, three, four lines, mm-hmm. and then he'll lay that down, and that's it. And then he'll oh, think of okay. the next one. He'll just he'll do it piece by piece. I heard like, Biggie did Biggie did it. Biggie did a whole, that whole juicy verse. One take. He probably did do one take, but I, I guarantee you that it, I guarantee you it wasn't a freestyle. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't a top of the dome freestyle. Yeah, if you watch the documentaries, uh, Puff said it was all off the top. Puff be hyping shit up, man. Like, <laughs> you gotta hype it up. For that. <laughs> you have to. I don't. I don't doubt it. But like, I just a lot of artists don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So if he did do that for that one verse and that one song, like super dope. But like. You don't believe in that? It's it's not as common as like people think it is. Like people I, I, don't people write, bro. People prepare. I got a serious question. Now, how does the does uh Biddle feel about mumble rappers? Cause I feel like you're more uh, of a stick to the script type of guy. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's not my style. Like I don't do it, but like I listen to it, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it slapped. So I just I don't know, like people people demonize it and everything, but like you gotta take it for what it is. Like people that rap in that style, they're not trying to be J. Cole. Mm. It's okay. Like it's I don't know, man. Like you everybody has their different vibes that they're in all the time. Like you're not, you know what I'm saying? Like you might work at a corporate office and you might be very polite and super proper, like eight hours of the day. But then once you get out of that, you know, if you could very well flip the script and be ratchet, you know, all night, like, mm. and that's how music and everything else is too, bro. Like, mm. you don't, there's no one type of rap, bro. Like, wow. you can have multiple different genres. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm with it. I'm with anything anybody makes, bro. As long as it's, as long as it's dope for what it is, you know what I'm saying? Then, shit, let it live, bro. Fuck it. That's dope. And I'm glad to hear Biddle, uh, you know, adapt and, you know, accept the, the mumble rap community. Now, uh, I want to talk about what can we expect as far as collaborations on this upcoming project and when can we expect it? Yeah, so collaborations, um, I don't know, man. I haven't done a, I haven't done a collaboration on a project since like high school. Just for the fact that I, I just like, I don't know, man. I have a song and like, I just, I want to, you know, I just want it to be me, you know? Uh, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I feel like uh, collaborations happen like when it makes sense for mm-hmm. both artists or for any artist involved. So like, I don't force it. I kind of just build relationships and then they, they kind of happen as they happen. So I'm not going to say that I'm purposely not having any features on the project because, like, mm. if it makes sense, if somebody just adds that much value to a song, then, like, mm. who am I to 
say not. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. But what if you encounter another TikTok rapper? Well, I know you don't want to be called TikTok rapper. I'm sorry, but what I if you? But another star on TikTok that's rapping, and y'all both do a collab. Yeah, we, it, it'll be I, beneficial, you know, as far as like the following and the streams. Would you do that? Yeah. Um, and that's that's something too. Like it's it's not you don't have to be on my level following wise for me to do a song with you. Mm. It just has to make like we have to have some kind of relationship. It has to make sense. Cause there are people oh, that have okay. bigger followers than me that hit me up and I was like they just I don't know, they thought that like they had an in automatically because they had a following and it's like nah, Come on, Bill, like, get your oh, strings up. That's the way to get your strings up, baby. Nah, bro, the relationship gotta be there, bro. Like <laughs> if, if the vibe if the vibe is wrong, if you coming to me like like you up here and I'm down here and like you mm. doing me a favor or some shit, like I don't need you, bro. Like Come shit, on, bro. bro. Biddle, that's the ego talking. Nah, it's it's our principles. Rap it's how rap circles around you. <laughs> so you better realize who the fuck you're talking to. But um nah man, so like I'm I'm definitely open to collab. So if it if it happens, it happens. Um but as far as like the actual project coming out, man, I have no there are so many things I gotta figure out. So I have no idea, bro. I have no idea. In a perfect world, it would be sometime in September. Um but yeah, man, and it it'll probably and it'll probably be if I put one out, it'll probably be an EP. Mm. But I do, I do understand and like appreciate the like what's going on right now with like just dropping singles consistently. Mm. It makes sense for like how people listen to music and everything. Mm. Um, so I, I kind of wanted to try my hand at that, like just putting out a few singles consistently first mm. before I put a project out, so I can get a sense of like, okay, what do people what do people fucking with from me right now? Mm. Um, so I kind of want to do that. So we'll we'll see, man. Like when you'll be the you'll be one of the first to know about a project. I I guarantee you that. I promise you, bro. Don't leave me hanging, bro. I'm not, bro. I'm not. And uh, one last question, brother. Uh, so if you can describe Biddle in one word, what would it be, and why? One word. Uh, I have a phrase, but one word. Hmm. I would have to say. I'll give you the phrase after the word. Hmm. It's kind of a toss up, bro. In between, like you might be surprised by one of them. Uh, it's a toss up between competitive and regular. Okay, that's a little confusing. You gotta explain yeah, that one. Yeah, you gotta so, explain that. Like, because you so can't like, be regular if you're competitive. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, but you can be though. So like, so just uh, hear me out. So like, with the with competitive, everything I with everything I do, I I bring a competitive drive to it. Like whether it's who's the first to get to the fucking car, or you know what I'm saying like how many streams am I going to get on this single versus the one I dropped last month? You know what I'm saying? Like mm. I'm, I'm going to work my ass off to beat who I was or where I was before, you know? So like literally in, in all aspects of life, bro, music, um, like how do I be a better husband? How do I be a brother, son, brother, like super competitive in just all aspects. So, um, you know, there's that competitive, having that drive and will to just be my best version of myself, but also like, regular this is this has come 
about like quite often in the last couple weeks is that like I'll respond to somebody on Instagram mm-hmm. and they will just be completely blown away that I responded. And it's like, number one, I'm thinking like, damn, I'm not that, I'm not famous. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I got, you know, the, the TikTok following, but like I walk outside, I'm a regular ass person. You know what I mean? So like, but. Is that the title um, name? That should be your title name for your project. <laughs> regular ass person. <laughs> um, <laughs> rap, not WAP, but rap. Um, <laughs> nah, I think, uh, like, so regular in the sense that, like, I don't know, man, like, no matter what accolades come my way or, like, how many followers I get, whatever my following looks like, bro, like, I am a very regular at, like, I'm still just like you, man, or just, you know, whoever is reaching out. I'm, I'm, I'm the same person, bro. Like, I just have achieve success in you know my music career but like i'm the same as person bro the same dude i'm wow. not that's, so, that's that's really good to hear because uh you know once people get a little big headed they want to get all uh, you know you know there bro they get a look they get a little taste of some little taste. Or whatever one viral video and like all of a sudden they, they can't talk to nobody and blah blah, blah. it's like mr hollywood yeah, I will like I will tell people that like I don't know that are very unprofessional in their approach when it comes to like business shit. Mm. I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll like turn them away, or I'll be like, man, you got to hit my email or something like, cause I'm not. It's not me saying like me trying to flex my personal email or my my uh, my business email or anything. It's just, bro, Instagram. Like the more messages you get, bro, like your Instagram DMs get very unorganized with it. Oh, very wow. unorganized so like go to my email so i can mm-hmm. see your shit you know what i'm saying and i can prioritize it in the right folder and everything it's got nothing to do with my big headedness you know what i'm saying so i'm now, regular now uh now people would say uh we want to know does the price go up the foot of features did the price has, go up has the price gone up yes <laughs> yes yes it did i have so, no shame in saying that the price is higher one thousand percent, bro. So if someone like me want to get a uh-huh. feature from Mr. Biddle, yeah, what we talking? What we talking? Uh, I don't disclose that information. <laughs> come on, come publicly. on, Biddle. Um, but what Give I can say, a rough estimate. Is, <laughs> what I can say is, the way it goes is, um, you know, you reach out. Um, half is due up front, half is due at the end of the, you know what I'm saying? When you have the final, the final verse, the final product, whatever the, whether if it's like, I don't know if you're a producer trying to do the DJ Khaled thing and you have like a song, you know what I'm saying? That you want me to hop on. Then again, it's, it's the same thing. Half when the, half when, when we start and then half when it's done. So that's how corporate. That's right. You tell him, Biddle, it was an honor to have you on the show, brother. Uh, I can't wait for your more music. I know you're a TikTok star, but I know you're going to expand beyond that. Uh, so just real quick, tell the people uh, where they can follow you and uh, shout out your uh, music. Is it on all streaming platforms? Yes. Well, first of all, let's start with the music. Um, well, thank you for having me, first of all. This was definitely my, my most, uh, this is the funnest interview, if that's a word. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate most it, I had a blast. Um, but yeah, the music, man, you can just type in Biddle, B-I-D-D-L-3 on any streaming service, um, YouTube, SoundCloud, like literally anything, you'll find me. Uh, and then as far as my social media, 
I'm pretty sure by now, if you just type in Biddle, B-I-D-D-L-3, you'll see the, uh, it's like the cartoon, like face, I got the mask on um, in the light blue background. Um, and that's for um, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Those are my three uh, most active profiles. But if you want the handle specifically for Instagram and TikTok, it's Biddle Music. So B-I-D-D-L-3 Music. Um, but again, if you just type in Biddle, you'll see the you'll see the profile picture. So. Again, thanks again, guys, for tuning in. I'm your host, Q, Mr. Biddle. Till next time. Till next time, man.